on tonight's show. We have athlete and former boxing world champion, Jennifer Salina. And now for your host, Cool Park. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Kicking It With Cool Card. I am your host, Cool Card. This is episode 129. Last week, I had Dontel Antonio, the king of content. He is a content strategist. I had him on the show uh, talking about basically helping people overcome their fears, you know, gaining confidence in themselves and get in front of the camera to really start promoting their businesses and whatever they are doing. And I uh, just want, you know, trying to reach the audience that they know that they can reach. All right. So, yeah, man, y'all check him out. It's streaming right now on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts. If you don't want to watch, you can listen for your listening pleasures. But make sure you check him out. All his links are in the description of the show. So if you do need his services, like myself and a lot of people out here who are creating content blindly and don't know what to do with it, y'all check out Dontel Antonio. But tonight, we are going off the grid. Never had this before. I have a world champion boxer on the show. She goes by the name of Jennifer Salinas. Oh, man. It's going to be a treat, I'm telling you. I think we're going to dive into so many different arenas and just talk about mm -hmm. everything from life, love. It's everything, man. I'm telling you. Listen, I can't wait. I'm going to go ahead and bring her in with a nice warm welcome that I like to do the cool way. And we're going to get to know her. Let's get it, y'all. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Jennifer Ooh, Salinas. Where did you get all that? I haven't seen those pictures in a while. Girl, I be doing yeah, my job. Memories. <laughs> that was nice. I wasn't expecting that at all. Cool. I'm glad you liked it. I, I do my job around here. You know what yeah, I'm saying? That was, nice. that was nice. Made me smile for sure. <laughs> That's what's up. That's what's up. Well, welcome to the show. Thank you. Happy to be here. Yes, absolutely, man. I can't wait to get into our conversation. I know it's going to be dope. Super dope. Yeah. Uh, before I like to, before every show, I like to do a little prayer. You know, I like that. Do that. Sure, cool. All right. Let's get it. Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, we just thank you for just waking us up this morning. We thank you for life, love, happiness, good health, Lord Jesus. We thank you for this moment in time. We thank you for Jennifer coming on the show, Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, and just willing to be transparent about her journey in life, Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, her ups or downs, her triumphs, smiles and frowns, Lord Jesus. We, we're thankful for all of those, Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, because it makes us who we are. Lord Jesus, it makes us stronger. We just thank you, Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, for just 
providing an avenue, Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, for us to just get out our fears, Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, conquer our dreams, Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus. We just thank you for just being here on this show tonight, Lord Jesus. We thank you for bringing us together, meeting each other, Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, and just spreading good, positive energy and love, Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus. And we just give you all the victory, all the glory, all the love, all the praise. In your name we pray. Amen. Mm, amen. 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 Yes, yes, yes. Beautiful prayer. Thank I you. I like that. I don't remember ever starting a podcast or an interview with a prayer. This is a first. Man, like, listen. God's going to keep blessing you. Whatever you're doing, he's going to keep blessing you. I really Thank appreciate you. what you did. Thank you. I appreciate that, man. And I, listen, I can't take all the credit. I had a guest by the name of Hollywood. And he, before we started, and I'm like, it, it, it hit me too, because I'm like, I pray every day, all day. Right? That's just me. I, You know, my, my spiritual connection, my relationship with the higher power, like, all day, every day. And I'm just like, why didn't I do this? But I went, we started the interview and he was like, hold on, brother. Let me pray real quick. <laughs> let me, let me bless this interview. You had already quick. started the podcast? Yeah, I started. Like, we were just starting. We were just starting. And he was like, before we jump in, nice. let's okay. do a prayer. And I was just like, what? Why have I not ever thought about that? Because I'm like the most spiritual person. I'm praying every day, all day, speaking the word to people. And I'm just like, why didn't I think of that? And I was like, brother, I got to take that from you. Yeah, I just got done praying right before coming in here. You know, I did my thing and uh, you you just prayed and I really appreciate that. It, it makes me feel good. I, I already you. trust you. <laughs> thank, you. thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That means blessed. we're going to have some fun. We're going to have some good talks, some good conversation. Yes, yeah, indeed. So, yeah. So, so a little girl, you're from Bolivia, right? Yeah. Comes in, you, you know, now you're known as what? The, the Bolivian queen, La Reina Boliviana, La right? Boliviana. I was born in Virginia. My parents um, uh, moved to Bolivia when I was okay. about five years old. So I was raised in Bolivia. I'm American and Bolivian. But okay. my real name and my stage name and, you know, the reality shows that I've done is Jennifer Salinas, the Bolivian queen. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but I'm yes. the queen. I'm not just the Bolivian queen. I'm you the queen. are the queen. Yes. <laughs> y'all are all the queens, man. And we got to start addressing y'all as such, too. It's a lot of things we out here calling women, but you know, it, it, you know, it, we'll get into that later. But anyway, and there's a lot of kings out there. My son is one of them. There's a lot of kings. Absolutely, out there. Yeah. absolutely. We need to start addressing each other like as such. Me myself too, because I I have that n word in my mouth, and I need to get I need to get that out. Of oh, my you mouth. do? Yeah. yeah. My son, my son talks like that too, and I you know I try to put a stop to it. Yeah. But everybody in school talks like that, and you know. Yeah, I try to curve it, man. I'm working on it. God knows I'm working on it. So at least you know. I know and I'm working on it. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, and you're aware and you catch yeah. yourself. You're working on it. You're good. You'll be all right. Yeah. Even cursing too, man. Like I, I'll, I'll, me and my brother will be talking. It would just be like, man, we're cursing too much, bro. He'd be like, man, I know. And like I feel some type of way. When I say it, yeah, I'm feeling some type of way. Heart, you're, you're going through some, something's stressing you out. Something's bothering you. And that's, what's, that's what you feel in your heart when you curse. I get like that. There's days where I curse a lot. And other days where I really feel connected with the Holy Spirit. I'm yes. in a good mood. I'm playing the piano. And yes. I can't cuss. I can't because I'm just so positive, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. The best of us. Were you a boxer too? No, I'm, okay. <laughs> okay, so this isn't from taking blows to the head. This is just a you know a human thing to do. Yeah, we'll just okay. a, just a, just at least we're aware of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. As long as we got awareness, there's some hope, right? Yes. <laughs> Definitely. So listen, I, I I read some of your story. Water. I'm drinking water. Yeah. Water. I Cheers. Cheers. Water. Cheers. What are you drinking? Water. Okay. Agua. Ocean yeah. cocktail. 
<laughs> so what were you going to ask? I'm sorry. I was going to say, so I read some of your backstory and it just mm -hmm. sounds to me like you've been fighting your entire life. Is yeah, that a true statement? Right. Yeah. Kind of, sort of, kind of, sort of. Because I want to, I want to kind of go back there, if if you will, no, kind of yeah, give people some background story on you. You know, I don't want to be like, oh, where you're from, this and that. No, I want to dive in. Like, you said you have some problems growing up, sexual abuse, all that type of stuff. Like, can can we go there? Can we? Can yeah, yeah, we can like, go. There. I've talked about this. I'm okay to talk about it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just want. I just want people to know where you came from, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and where where you've gone because people need to know that story because there's so many people who are dealing exactly with what you dealt with and yeah. feel like there's no way out or there's no upside to it or you know what I'm saying? They they just don't see where they're going. They don't even see where their future's going. The but they, good. Yeah. yeah. I, I know tension is good. So, yeah, I'm pretty much open to talk about my okay. first round. <laughs> you can call it the There fight you go. Outside. Ropes, yeah. Let's go. Ding, 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 ding. Has their fight outside of there. You go. First round in the red corner. <laughs> All right. So on a serious note, um, I used to be a victim of sexual abuse. I was um, abused when I was little. It started at age five. Okay. I, I say I used to be a victim because I'm not a victim anymore, you, but yes. I did suffer the consequences and the depressions and all that due to what happened to me when I was little. So, um, I grew up a very angry kid, but I was into everything. I was into every sport. I was into every instrument. Um, and I didn't talk about what happened to me. I just went down the wrong path and, mm -hmm. and from being a happy kid to a mad child and I was fighting and getting in a lot of trouble. And that's basically what led me to the boxing ring and, um, mm. you know, and a few words, but there was a lot that happened to me during those years. Okay. And so did and, and after, because once I became a world champion, I was able to do something about what happened to me when I was little. And I mean, literally confront one of my rapists, face, picture, name, last name, everything. The whole country knew what he did to me. And the media uh -huh. was at his house knocking on his door. So I was able to, you know, do my human revenge. But yeah. I know God's going to take care of him and, and all the others. Absolutely. So, absolutely yeah. that's oh, man, the that's... part of my life <laughs> well no but that, that's beautiful though that you kind of kind of got a little redemption and some justice you know what yeah. I mean? so yeah. yeah but but look at you now right though you know what i'm saying yeah, look I'm at good. you now you've overcome yeah you know i'm that's pretty not sure what made me who i am today you know i mean i i made me god was with me the whole time that's not what made me but it definitely yeah. did have a lot to do with the decisions i made in my life yeah. when it comes to aggressiveness and wanting to fight and just, you know, just be a, a bad kid. So, yeah, but it didn't but I'm, mold me. But I'm, yeah. glad, but I'm glad you can say that it didn't mold you because you guess what? But by you being able to say that, that means you released yourself from it. You freed yourself from it. You just know? a few months ago. Just a few uh -uh. months ago. I am fresh. Like I am. I just was able to let go of it. And wow. um, I, I really say it has to be God because I don't know how it happened. God is great. I was on man. every medication you can imagine. And I was, I was the worst I ever was in my life when it came to everything that happened to me. And I kept getting medicated throughout the years with every medication you can imagine. And now I'm free of medications and I'm actually, I was able to let go of those chains. I don't think about that stuff anymore. 
I really don't. Man, that's a blessing. And it's like something's missing in my life, but it's okay. It's good. But you definitely feel like that weight is off. That does not affect me anymore. I have other things that affect me, but definitely not, not the abuse that I went through. And I'm able to talk about it now with no pain. I'm okay. Yeah. Man, <laughs> I'm that's, okay. that's a blessing. That's a blessing. A lot yeah. of people can't yes, say I that. Mean, you know, people yeah. need to hear that testimony that it is yeah. possible. You know, it may take yeah. years. I mean, I don't know your age, but I mean, it. it I'm, I'm 40. I'm going to Okay. 40. So look, it took oh, yeah. years. Oh, gosh. And I'm talking, I just was able to let go maybe two to three months ago where I just started realizing that it's not affecting me anymore. And yeah. I'm not yeah. obsessed with it. I'm not, you know, crying over it. My tears are for other reasons now. So I'm, I'm heading. I'm, I'm, I'm doing okay. It's getting better. <laughs> Man, that, that's, that's yeah. such a blessing. That is such a blessing. So, so your, your anger as a child, though, led you to boxing. Was that by choice? Or did somebody say, hey, kid, I see all this aggression in you. Let me place you over here in this gym and you go hit this heavy bag and other no. people. How did that work? No. Well, I quit school. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> And I, I decided to waitress. I've always been a very hard worker since a young age. So I was a waitress at a restaurant next to a boxing gym. And mm. it, was, it took a lot of courage for me to go in the gym because there were no girls um, in the gym. And I was very aware of that. So okay. that's where my, my story starts. Nobody took me to the gym. I took myself and I got ignored pretty much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I paid my membership, but nobody wanted to train me. Nobody was interested. Really? No. It was like Why? The, because the you're a female? baby. Yeah, have you watched that movie, The Million Dollar Baby? Yeah. Yeah, when I was watching it, I was like, oh my gosh, they took my story. I mean, just like that. Like, they didn't pay attention to girls back in the day. Now, the women's boxing has taken over. I mean, they're actually heading, they're they're the main event and a a lot of major cards now. But when, when we opened the doors, and I say we, like the, you know, the old ones, it wasn't like that. So I had to find the gym that worked for me. So, and when I did, I became the golden glove champion within months and I beat Kenny Canada's champion. And I just started traveling and my whole life changed. Look yeah. at that. That's a story within itself. <laughs> That's a story yeah. within itself. And like I didn't want to train me. They came up to me and you remember me when you started? Yeah. You didn't, they would try to take the credit. I'm like, mm-hmm. Papa, you didn't even teach me how to jab. Like nobody wanted me. So Right. That's how life is. You know, you become a name, your name is popping and all of a sudden you got cousins and people coming out of the bushes. Oh, I knew you when you started. So, I mean, I'm not mad about it now. I could just look back and be like, you got to pay attention to everything. You can't just, you know, judge a book by its cover or its gender in this case. Right. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. That is wild. So what was that process like for you becoming a pro though? So you first you get there, nobody wants to train you. How did, how did the breakthrough come? Did some person mm-hmm. just say, hey, I'm going to take you under my wing. I see oh, nobody's food with you. Like, how did that work? I had quit amateur boxing because I was tired of knocking on doors for sponsorship to get to certain championships that were out of state. Um, it was it was a very tough thing to do to try to work and be a mother and, and you know, try to manage all that. Right. But I was a Hooters girl. Now that I remember, I had quit amateur boxing and I decided to get myself a water bra. I don't know if you knew those existed, but <laughs> they look real. They feel real, but it's all water. Are you so serious? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if they still 
sell it. But ladies in their 40s or whatever, you know, whoever's from the 80s. Yeah, I used to wear the water bra. So I went to Hooters and a boxing promoter knew that I was an amateur champion. So he kept going to Hooters and telling me to turn pro that he wanted to sign me. I, I took it. I took it. And that's where my professional career started in Grand Rapids, Michigan. So Gerald wow. Evans, that was his name. What was the name? Gerald Evans. Gerald Evans. Where's Gerald, Gerald now? Do you know? I don't know. You don't know. He's friends with Judge Mathis, though. I know that. Oh wow. They're okay. Yeah. But anyways, that's where my my professional career started, and I started traveling a lot, and things were looking great until. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, y'all. She plays the piano very well. We're gonna we're gonna get her to do yeah, a little yeah, something. Yeah, I play later. right here. But yeah, so. Everything was going good in my professional career. I even went to train in Las Vegas with Mayweather, and I was really around a lot of big names in boxing. Wow. And I had a fight in 2005 under Floyd Mayweather Sr., and because he was my trainer and he was working my corner, everybody was expecting this beast. You know what I'm mm -hmm. talking about? So I trained. I got ready for the fight, but I injured my hand at the gym and I didn't want to complain about it because I'm the girl and I didn't want to right. get Floyd Mayweather mad. So I stayed quiet. So when the fight started, I broke my hand in the fight and I did horrible. I, I mean, I lost oh. every round. I, I was able to finish the fight, but there was no, there, it didn't make sense. The fight, I, right. I, I broke my hand. I didn't know what to do. I wasn't used to fighting with one hand. I was just overwhelmed. So oh, that's where oh, my whole career just kind of, you know, got it. I had to take a step back, have surgery. So yeah, Let me ask you this. Tough. So when you when you break your hand as a fighter, as a yeah. boxer, because how does that even happen? Because I mean, I thought the glove was supposed to protect, or did you hit wrong, or did it? So quit? it's not like, like in the movies. It's not like a compound break where the bone comes out or anything. But you, as a fighter, you've had injuries in the in the gym. You you're very aware of like maybe a hairline fracture or maybe a bruised knuckle here and there. Mm -hmm. I already knew that I was injured and my injury was bad. I was icing. I was hiding. I was making sure nobody saw me because I didn't want them to think that I, you know, yeah. I was being a girly girl for complaining, but I was in a lot of pain. I should have said something. I didn't. So when the fight started and I broke my hand, I was, I knew that I had a fracture. I knew I was going to probably have to have pins put in. It was like an immediate yeah. message from God. Like, this is it. Like, your career is going to, it's done. It's over. And that's exactly what the doctor told me. He's like, this fracture is so bad that you're not going to be able to fight again. And oh, I did. So I became a world champion after that. So Okay, I was, I was about to ask. I was like, was this towards the end or are you, this no, is in the beginning? This was in the beginning of my career. Maybe around five or six professional fights at the time. Yeah. Dang. But it was tough because, you know, you're going with Mayweather and you think, oh, my God, this is my dream. It, you know, right. it wasn't that hard, you know. And it, it was. I had my struggles, but I knew it was an opportunity that I wanted to, you know, succeed at. Right. And the press ate me up in Grand Rapids, Michigan, because they made a big deal when I left. And then they made fun of me when I came back within, you know, two, three months. Empty oh, wow. With a cast on my hand. So it was... It was tough. That was a little traumatizing, I would say. You know, when people want to sign you and you're the center of attention and then you become an injured fighter and nobody, nobody. cares about you. The people that wanted to sign you, the people that were giving you free shoes, free clothes, they don't even check on you to see how you're doing. Maybe you could, you know, get signed once you recover. It's like you're, Not, you're no good. Yeah. So what was, the, what was the road back like? How long did it take you to recover? 
Well, my baby was a few months old when that happened. I actually had to leave my child. I was breastfeeding her at the time. It was horrible. It was heartbreaking. So my baby was little. Um, I think it took me about a year and a half before I actually got back in the ring. And it was, it was tough, but I was able to focus on my kids during that time. So that was good during my recovery. Yeah. Mm, maybe that was just yeah. God. I mean, we, we know it's all God, but you know, maybe, maybe that's what you needed at that time. It wasn't my time. Yeah. Yeah. You needed to recalibrate, refocus. I needed to get humbled <laughs> because I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, the role. Oh, yeah. man. So you started I, feeling I, yourself. I thought I made it. I, you, I, would go to, I, I would go to fights with him. We would sit ringside. Like everybody, Mayweather, can I get it? People would ask to get pictures with me. They didn't even know me. It was because I was with him. So yeah. I, I felt a certain type of way. I got humbled. <laughs> Ah, so that's what that's but see that's the road to greatness though you know yeah. what i'm saying had that yeah. not happened and you got humble you might have never been a world champion yeah i mean i was training next to layla lee at top rank gym i was i was Dang. in the midst of the best but i wasn't the best i wasn't even close i mean i was just you know i had Dang. a corner that was a little overrated i'm not overrated but you know they did their work they deserve their their reputation but it, it just it wasn't my time yeah, I think they focus more on the cute, you know. Oh, she's a pretty boxer and whatever, whatever. But they ran with that. They ran with that. Oh, that they was... use that a lot. Ooh, the times that they told me to put bikinis on. What? And, yeah. Ooh. What? The things that promoters ask you to do. <laughs> well, back in the day, I don't know if they respect a little more now, but back in the day, that yeah, they wanted you to pose with boxing gloves and bikinis and. Mia St. John used to do it. That was her thing. I mean, God bless her. It worked for her. She did amazing in boxing when it comes to, you know, yeah. the, and the look and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Selling um, it. I could have knocked her out. I could have definitely knocked her out. But um, that fight never happened. But she used her looks and it went great. Mia St. John's. I don't know if you ever heard of her. Mm-hmm. but never heard of her. Yeah. She was like the playboy boxer in women's boxing. And because of women like that, we didn't really get the respect that we deserved as athletes. Because, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Because when you're, when, you're juggling, when you're juggling sport and sex and beauty yeah. and, that, and you're running more with that than the sport, like when that's yeah. pushed forward more than the sport, it's the same thing with like music though. You know, when you have like artists who really suck, but it's all image, image, pushing image, pushing mm-hmm. tablet mm-hmm. who they're dating and all that. There's no respect there. Same yeah, thing. but I mean, Illuminati. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, but no, here, listen, we all know what it is. It's a machine behind that. And you <gasps> know what, what that derives from. So yeah. that has a lot to do with the artist's success. I mean, but that's another, Abs- absolutely. another podcast absolutely that's why i'm here and not on stage anymore <laughs> good oh my yeah. gosh you're protected you're yeah for sure god god was i, I don't want to talk about it like I, i've said yeah. this several times on my show but god was tugging at my soul i was fighting it for years and i just finally gave in i was like you know what lord I, I, it wasn't for me no more i couldn't do it i didn't even want to be at the shows i would the show up drop. to the show like mm-hmm. right before I went on, I'd get on stage, get off stage, and walk out the door. I would network, no nothing. So I was like, "Yeah, this ain't me no more." Yeah, but yeah. God was telling that's, at my that's you growing. That's us growing. We're actually yeah. growing in the process. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. And you know that whole energy. It's just you know you know what it is, man. It's that energy. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, you feel it too when you go to places. Oh, what? That's why. Listen, that's why I cannot even live in New York City. 
Mm. Too much swirling energy out there. Too much. I can't swirling. even imagine right now uh, because much. of what I've seen so far. You know, it's like it's not the same New York. I mm -mm. mean, the mm -mm. country isn't the same it was. If you, you know, it's, mm -mm. Like, it's not. No, don't it's get me wrong. I can go to New York and I can have a good time. I can enjoy it because my wife's family still lives there. I still got people there, whatever, right? I can go out there for a minute, enjoy it, enjoy the summer days, bright, sunny, go to Central Park, go to Soho, whatever. Beautiful, good energy then. But but, then, it, but, it, but it swirls though. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a shift and it's a, it's a drastic shift. Mm -hmm. And I lived there for like, what, six years? And I just, man, I can't. Oh, you, you actually lived there six years. Yeah, okay. yeah. I lived in the city. In on First Avenue. So yeah. where do you live now? I live in Atlanta. Ah, I used to live in um, Lawrenceville. Yeah. Georgia. Oh my gosh, I yeah. can't remember. Yeah. 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 I know that part of my life. God, do I want to? You said, do I want to know it? Yeah. <laughs> What's up so, with it? The Mayweather thing was interesting, right? Uh -huh. I, I, I am going to talk about this because you know what? We're going to talk about it. Talk I feel it. in my heart that we're going to talk about it. Just so you can see the path. Yes. The road before becoming a world champion. Okay, let's go. So when I went to Georgia, um, I was married at the time. And we were going through a lot of issues. Um, and I used to have a really good job at a gym. Everything was going good. I was still fighting professionally. Everything was good. Mm -hmm. And then... <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> All right, so you know, you know, there's a lot of a lot of clubs out in Georgia. You know that in Atlanta, yeah. mm -hmm. a lot of clubs. Yeah. So my I... friends were like, "Oh, you're struggling or whatever. Why don't you do amateur night?" I'm like, "What's amateur night?" And they explained to me what amateur night mm -hmm. was, and they said that I could make possibly five hundred dollars in three minutes, which is the the length of a song, right? Yeah. And I'm like, "All right, that's, that's the boxing." Facts. Round. So I took it to boxing. I'm like, "That would be one round." Blah 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 blah. Okay. I did amateur night and I won. There were like 20 girls oh my and I was God. doing push-ups on the pole. I was doing, because I'm very athletic. I'm very flexible. Yeah. So I wasn't thinking about just moving my hips. I was literally doing, using my muscles and right. people were very impressed. And I think that's why I won. So then I, I went back to amateur night and I went back and I went back and I made a lot of money and I became I actually worked at a strip club for about a year in Atlanta, Georgia, before becoming a world champion and after training with Mayweather. Wow. Wow. I just realized that. I just realized that. <laughs> wow. But. <laughs> Keep going. You in it now. You in it now. Go ahead. I was pregnant and I didn't even know it. Stop playing. Boy. <laughs> Yeah, now that I'm yeah, now that I'm talking about it, everything's coming back. You gotta not. We didn't tell the audience this, and I didn't even tell you this, but I have concussion syndrome. So when I start remembering things, it's a good thing. I don't yeah. always just remember naturally. Like I have to actually do what we're doing right now. It's so the you're energy. Gonna be my, my therapist tonight. You're in you're in good company and good energy. So it's it's flowing. Yeah. So I didn't realize that I was pregnant when I was um dancing in in Georgia. And when I found out, I decided to keep dancing because it was working for me and I only had to do it a few nights a week. And it was just, it was working. And I danced until I was about six months pregnant. And I literally hemorrhaged on stage doing one of my tricks. And that was the last night I danced. And oh, I was wow. climbing. I mean, you couldn't tell I was pregnant though, because I was in really good shape. I was still training. 
So I was working at a chiropractor's office. I was a massage therapist. I was a, a dancer and I worked at a gym. I used to clean the gym and hit the bag and do my training. Yeah. So all this was happening, right? So I, I um, there was a night that I started hemorrhaging on stage, and that was that was it. I thought my baby was was gone. I thought I killed my baby. But when I went to the hospital, they told me that the baby was fine. It was a cyst that had ruptured, whatever, whatever. Okay. So um, yeah, that's when I stopped dancing, and when I went back to the work field after having my son. I started cleaning homes. I didn't think I was going to box again because I was too ashamed of what I did. I I never thought I was going to box again because some people recognized me when I was dancing mm-hmm. as Jennifer Salinas, the Bolivian queen, the fighter, the pro, right. the professor. I mean, people recognized me, so I was ashamed at the time. And I knew that I was never going to be able to go in the ring and talk about my life and not talk about that. So I didn't want to lie about it. I didn't want to hide about it. I didn't want to talk about it. I was ashamed. Yeah, you just avoided it. Yeah, so I went back to the work field. And remember, I didn't graduate high school. I got my GED. So I didn't, you know, I was cleaning homes. Right. Until. (laughs) I never did my interview like this. (laughs) The owner. I love it. The cleaning company sent me to a boxing gym. He sent my crew to a boxing gym mm-hmm. to clean the gym. So this this should be in a movie. So I open the door, right? At the, and I'm with my buckets. <laughs> I'm with my cleaning crew. With the, Everybody knows what they're going to do. There's a lady that has to vacuum. Another one has to clean the mirrors, blah, blah, blah. Right? Uh-huh. I go in and I start pushing the bags and I start hearing the sound of, you know, the, the, uh-huh. the rusty metal. Yeah. Then I turned on the boxing bell and I went inside the boxing ring and everybody was like cussing me out. They're like, what are you doing? Like they didn't mm-hmm. even know I was a boxer. I didn't, I didn't really talk to them like that, but they're like, and I started going, you know, moving around the ring and jumping on the ring. And I'm like, I started feeling it again. Yeah. This is after I knew that I didn't want to box again, but I was like, all right. So I went back to the boxing gym the next day and, um, I told the guy that I was going to work there. I, I, I didn't, I, I didn't say, can I work here? I said, I'm Jennifer Salinas. I'm going to work here. <laughs> like, I knew I was going to get the job because I, I knew how to train people. I was confident. Yeah. And um, my intention was to just train people. And then the owner of the boxing gym slowly started convincing me to get back in the ring again. And the only reason why I didn't want to fight again was because I was a stripper and I didn't want to. Yeah. I didn't want to. Because during interviews, people ask yeah. me about your personal life. But, you course. know. So I was so ashamed of it and, and I got over it and I actually had my first fight back um, in Virginia at the George Mason University and the whole entire boxing gym went to support me. I had a crowd and I that's knocked the girl out, I think. I don't know. And that's how I got back into boxing and I started building a name for myself out in, you know, the VA boxing community. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was part of my story too. That is dope. Yeah. I love it. Have you ever yeah. told that story before? Not like that. No, no. I, I wrote about it because um, I used to write a lot Okay. before I started feeling the effects of the concussion syndrome. I used to do a lot of things that I don't do anymore because of the confusion and the, you know, the effects of having the traumatic brain injury. That's what I was diagnosed with. So, wow. yeah. I got questions nice about that about too. It. Huh? I, I say I got questions about that too. I'm gonna ask you some questions about that yeah, injury. Yeah. But first, let's let's go over your stats. So you were what? How? What was your record? When I stopped fighting, twenty four. 
and three. 24 and three are four defeats, but 23 or 24 victories. Okay. And how many, how many titles did you hold? Two. And what were those? You got your belts, right? Let's see your belts. Yep. I got, which one was the first one? This is my first world champ. It's kind of heavy. It's like 12, 13 Put it in pounds. front of you. Put it in front of you. There we go. There we go. Right there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. This is the one that yeah. I made history in Bolivia with um, becoming the first world champion in any sport in the history of Bolivia. So, know. you know, I had meetings with the president. I was like the real famous Bolivian fighter. I had, yeah, my name was popping. It was, it was, <laughs> it was crazy. Um, yeah, good memories. Interesting memories. And then I have another belt here yeah, that I, say, let me I see won. The other one. This one's a UBF, and um, I defended this one a few times. So, okay. yeah. Yes, I love it. I love Those it. Those are my belts, and I have boxing gloves around the house because I'm still connected to the sport, even though I don't fight anymore. I still yeah. train people, and, you know, I, I, I'm always going to have a connection with boxing, even though it caused all this damage in my brain. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm paying for it now, but it's still it was still a huge part of my life and I love doing it. I love training people. I love training kids. Yeah. So, so for you, 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 it was all worth it. Yes. I wouldn't, I wouldn't change anything. I'm actually glad that I have memory loss because maybe that has something to do with me not feeling connected to what happened to me when I was little. Yeah. I was going to say that. I kind of, I kind of feel like maybe the confusion and the memory loss just doesn't. And then the Holy spirit, of course, like, of it's course. just a combination of things. So yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm glad it happened. Definitely. You, <laughs> you are blessed. You are blessed. No, but I'm, yeah. I mean, look at you now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Girl, you've been through it and look at you now. So you're definitely blessed. I'm going to jump into this promo video. Yeah, do that. Show them, you know, show them your, your skills, all mm-hmm. that. And uh, we'll, we'll get back and we'll get to talking. Let's mm-hmm. go. All right.
saw that video. You've never seen that video? No, I mean, I've seen video clips of the video in, yeah. other video in another video somewhere, but I've never seen that whole video. I thought you did that. No, I didn't do it. So I grabbed that. I grabbed it. That's pretty cool. I'll send you the link. I ripped it so I can send you the, the file too if you want it. Sweet. I need to say thank you to whoever did, <laughs> whoever posted it. It shows at the end. It has some credits at the end. So Yeah. Yeah. I'll um I'll send you the file. Okay. Yeah. I <laughs> mean you, sh you should keep it. Yeah, I wasn't expecting to watch all this. You know, you got me with the pictures at the entrance and now the videos and the music. My heart rate is like I'm hey, man. like I'm hey. doing cardio right now. Yeah. I'm taking you back. I'm helping that memory. I'm helping yeah, that yeah, memory. Yeah. Good feeling. I'm good. <laughs> yes. So let's talk about the traumatic brain injury. So is that uh is that kind of like a process? Do you feel that coming on or just one day it kind of hits you? Um, everybody else kind of sees it before you actually accept it. Like when it comes mm -hmm. to like memory and stuff like that, my, uh, falling happened really bad a year ago where it, it just, it was, it was, I thought I was going to die of a heart attack. My anxiety hit me, my depression, my, my confusion. And okay. I, I had to do some brain scans and, um, they diagnosed me with that and they, they said a lot of really, really bad things to me that would keep anybody on their knees. And um, basically, I could receive disability right now with the diagnosis that I was given. And yeah, um, it wasn't easy. And I think I let it get to my head when I was diagnosed because I went from being confused and having bad memory to feeling handicapped. And then on top of that, I was on a lot of medications. I was on lithium. I was on Zoloft, on sleeping pills because I was diagnosed with depression, anxiety, ADHD. And all those things are consequences from brain injury and concussions, you know? Right. Um, now, let me ask you, were you, were you taking all those pills for the brain injury or before? So No, uh, before. So I was already... I was already a mess. My, my brain has been messed with a lot with medications throughout the years. And now I understand that the drugs are those medications. Now mm. I know okay. that I was doing drugs during that whole time. That's not Basically. it. I mean, it might work for some people, but it really did affect me. And, and the doctors kept switching my meds constantly. And it was bad. And I really thought that I had to take them and I would. And, and I was a mess. I had completely forgotten and disconnected with who I was, with all the boxing experiences, all the TV experience, even being a mother. I couldn't get out of bed. It was it was really bad. Oh wow! So I'm actually in the process of recovering right now. I'm okay. in the process. Yeah. And what's that like? I mean, are you? Do you just, basically you just are you like cold turkey off the meds? Like, how does that yeah. even work? I got my little one here. Hold on a second. If it's... I don't give her attention now, she will stay there for the rest of the <laughs> It's all good. Jalia. It's a family show. <laughs> um, hold on. What time is it? All right. Listen, you got to go to bed, okay? All right. Come here real quick. Say hi. That's nice. Come here. Every second counts, babe. We're doing a, a podcast. All right. Hello. There she is. Hi. Hi. Yeah, she's 10 years old. Oh, I and gotta let you know. Piano. She plays the piano with me. I don't think she's gonna do it now, but yeah, she likes to play the piano. Oh, she's in soccer dope. and football. She's just like me. That's and she dope. wants me to put the gloves on her. She's like, Mom, I want you to teach me how to box. And I'm like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think I want to, though. 
because she might like it too much. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's a hard one right there. Because you know you want you want to support what the babies want to do, but then it's like, yeah, you, you know firsthand no, what it can do. So yeah. it's like that's a that's a tough one. Yeah, you're gonna have to go to swimming or something else. <laughs> it's like she no, hasn't tried. To, yeah, you know that to swim though. Well, right, keep being good. Keep being great. Stick to playing the piano because mm -hmm. that's definitely a blessed skill right there. You could do wonderful things with that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She thinks she's doing me a favor when she plays the piano. I Sometimes mm -hmm. I have to beg her. And I know that later on in life, she's going to understand why I wanted her to play the piano. But it's yeah. a beautiful thing to play the piano. It's beautiful. But you got to practice. You know, you got to connect. Yeah. And, you know, when she does that, I usually have to pay her $6, $7. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Hustler, hustler. Hustle right. your mother. Get that money. Mm -hmm. Let me finish. Okay? <laughs> this was, uh, she's beautiful. So, yeah, that's Shalia. I have three girls, one boy. Look at you. Yeah. Look at you. You look good for 40 years old. For, listen. I haven't stood up yet, so I'm just going to No, stay. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> like your energy, your spirit. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. yeah. You get some others that just, you know, they just be whooped. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. life is just run them down. And you've been through so much, but you're vibrant, you know? And I but know I've you. But I've always been in sports since I was very little. Always, always, always. So I think that kind of just, you know, stayed with me throughout my whole life. And yeah. Yeah. Sports, sports teaches you a lot about just persevering, man, and just really pushing through, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Sacrifice, pushing through. Yeah, pushing yourself to the limit when you don't have anything left, you still go. So yeah, a lot of people older, don't. I I think about the diet that I used to have when I was a champion, and I used to eat McDonald's every day before and after training. I used to eat a bowl of cereal in the morning, Coco Choco to be exact. I had to have a lot of sugar. Yeah. You know, I didn't really take it, and my body delivered. My body was just so strong naturally. Yeah. yeah get away with that now though hell no you can't no you can't listen i oh used to model gosh, right the comes on so quick and then you and, know and it sticks there it yeah, sticks with me, my muscle memory is good when i want to yeah. get in shape you know it usually takes me four to six days where i'm like i'm very comfortable with where i'm at yeah but before those four to six days you know you you get off the wagon a little bit and no i mm -hmm. mean i'm gonna i'm gonna be 40 soon and i can definitely feel the change yeah, but for sure. my body is strong and my muscle memory is always, you know, on point. So I keep pushing through. Yeah, I played football up through high school, man. And my muscle memory is is great. Like I get yeah. up to him and it just pops, you know, it just snaps back. However, I will say this. I used to model, right, when I was in New York. And oh. I was like, I was like really big on like keeping my abs right. And I used to like, uh -huh. I could just get like a little bloat, right? And I would just not eat for a day and it would just snap back. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you would get dried up. Now... Yeah. yeah, I'm sure. Listen, man, I put the weight on, and I'll be like, man, let me just try to snap back. I'm gonna go on a water diet. That shit just be hanging out. <laughs> yeah. Talking about that, I had to fight a world champion in Mexico once. Her name is Jackie Nava in boxing, and I was 16 pounds over the fight. Oh wow! With, and they gave me four days' notice for the fight, so I had to start losing weight. The day before the fight, I was still about maybe eight to 12 pounds over mm -hmm. the fight weight. I had to put bags on. I had to completely dehydrate myself. I had to get practically naked in front of my corner so they could use a credit card and swipe the sweat off of my body like this. 
because we couldn't use a towel. The towel would make the sweat go back in the pores again. This is like extreme weight, you know, cutting weight for a fight. Are you and serious? If I wasn't, yeah, and if I didn't make weight, I would have to put the same bags on. I would have to go back to the heated gym, get on the treadmill, and keep running. I, I had to spit whatever was in my mouth. I, I couldn't even swallow my own spit. I couldn't even brush my teeth before the weigh-ins. Like, that's how extreme what? it was. I was literally fainting in the in the elevator. I was like hanging. I like I was I couldn't even stand up right. And my trainer was like, "All right, he made me put a lot of makeup on." I remember that. I was like, "You don't think the lipstick is gonna weigh?" <laughs> He's like, "Put some red on. You know, you you gotta look healthy." I know you feel like shit. And I was crying. I was like, <gasps> I was crying. I was going crazy. I was so dehydrated. So wow. I went to the press conference, I made weight, and as soon as I got I had to weigh in naked, by the way. They had to hold towels up. I was butt naked. On the, I did everything my trainers told me to do. What? I could have kept underwear on, but I took everything off. And so they were holding the blankets. I just wanted to make weight. I, was, I couldn't even think. I was so confused. I just wanted to make weight. And as soon as I got off the scale, I made weight. We took the picture, whatever. And I started drinking a lot of Gatorade and, you know, hydrating. But so wait, hold on. So if you don't make weight, what weight. happens? They they call the fight. It was a title fight. So if I didn't make weight, uh, it wasn't gonna. It, the fight would have continued, but it wouldn't be a title fight anymore. So you have to be at the uh, weight. It was 125 uh, pounds, I think. I don't remember. Yeah. Wow. So. Yeah. That's crazy. That was extreme. Yeah. So that I'm talking about what 16 pounds in four days. And what, what, how that's, long would it take me to lose that now? Oh my God. Like, no. That's so unhealthy. That is crazy. That's very unhealthy. And then to think that you have to fight the next night after being. Right. Yeah. I had Did to you win that fight? In Bolivia. No, that fight I didn't. That was actually my first defeat. No, that was my second defeat. But I stood strong and I gave her up. I had never even sparred 10 rounds when I went in the ring with her. I was a six oh, wow. rounder fight. I was a six to eight rounder fight. So I wasn't you, a 10 rounder fight. Did you step up a weight class or just because My it was a title? My trainer said that if I didn't fight her, that he wasn't going to train me anymore. Like I was under pressure. I was terrified. To, and I wow. was fighting in Mexico against the Mexican champion. So it, was, it had to be a knockout to win the fight. You know how boxing is. I yeah. Mean, if you go the distance in their backyard, they don't give you the decision. They give it to the whatever. Right. Yeah. Sorry, the, the, whoever brought the ticket sales. Right. So, yeah, I lost that fight, but um, I didn't get knocked down. I didn't get one eight count. She was defending her belt. I mean, it was just a last minute call kind of thing. And I was able to get a lot of respect in the boxing community after that fight because it was an amazing fight. But I was just happy to be standing. I was happy. <laughs> like after the fight, yeah. I thought she was going to kill me. I mean, before the fight, I thought she was going to kill me. So after the fight, I was just like, oh, my God, I am standing. I, she was a knockout fighter. Okay. I went on YouTube and she knocked everybody out. And I, I, was, I thought I was going to be hated. I remember crying on the plane. I was like, I don't want to go. And my trainer's like, you have to step up. You have to stop fighting bums. I'm like, I mean, I didn't fight a lot of bums. You know how <laughs> You said I fight a lot of bones. I knocked a girl out in like four seconds one time, four to six seconds. The girl that didn't even know how to stand up. It was a fight in Detroit. My opponent had gotten injured. She she called out at the last minute, and they found a girl in the crowd. That's how nasty boxing is. They what? shouldn't do that. that. Should be illegal. I protest. They found a girl in the crowd at the fight. 
Yeah, they probably found her at the crowd. The girl didn't, didn't even, they told me not to hurt her. Wow. Maybe I shouldn't be talking about this. But yeah, this happens in boxing where, you know, just because the crowd is there and they, they want to put the, you have to have a certain amount of rounds on a boxing card to make the card happen so the commission can approve it. So just to fill in the rounds or whatever, they just grab anybody. <laughs> and that's what they did. And I knocked the girl out so quick. And, and I got booed. I got booed. Because people, people wanted a show. Yeah, they knew. People that know boxing know. So they're like, boo. <laughs> they were lifting uh, my hand. I was so ashamed. And uh, I got ready for that fight. But my girl got injured or something happened. I mean, I did my job. And, you know, those things happen in boxing. But it was another victory on my record. So, really, I think I won. Let's just take that one off the, the record. I gave you a number, so we're going to delete that one. We're take gonna that make... one off. That didn't count. It doesn't count. She was dead already. Oh, my God. <laughs> dead on arrival. Yeah, it was bad. Talk about, talk about how it is to put fights together. Like, how do, they, how do these promoters determine who's going to fight who? Do you have any say-so? Like, mm. how does that even work? <laughs> All right. There's an A side and there's a B side. Give me both. That's so both sides of the tape. So usually on boxing cards, everybody knows who's supposed to win. You know, the judges. This is a very corrupted sport. And okay. actually, I don't even support it anymore because I consider it human sacrifice at this point. And, you know, what happened to me and what happens to a lot of fighters. Yeah. About 10 to 14 fighters die every year in boxing alone. Oh, my it's God. probably a higher number now. So I'm not with it now. But if, during my experience, you know, the time that I was in boxing, yeah, there's a lot of a lot of corruption. And there's a lot of fights that are actually, you know, they're good fights and they give people that that really win the fight they get the victory but yeah boxing isn't the same now that it was a few years ago there are no mike tysons and you nah. know there there's no there's just nah it's it's totally different i love it's it it's been disrespected a lot yes and i want to ask you about that too i was gonna say that there is like i loved it when the heavyweight division was reigning Oh yeah, Mike Tyson, all them guys. Like that's when I was really, really into boxing. But now, yeah. you know, it's it is what it is. I like Javante Davis though. I do like him. Oh yeah, he's he's bad. He's he, good. he's a, he's a bad dude. He's the truth. You know what I'm and saying? He, he's my height. <laughs> he's For real? Yeah, yeah. How tall are you? I'm five four. I, I mean, I don't think he's five yeah, four, but he, he, I could spar him, and it would be a a decent, you know, when yeah, it comes he, to height. He is, is short sure, for sure. How do you? He what would do you, knock me out. He would play with me. <laughs> but yeah, I stepped in the ring with people I had no business sparring, and I think that's where I got. I, I know that's where I got most of my head injuries. It wasn't in the fight itself, like in the million dollar. You know, it's not yeah. not the fight. The fight isn't <gasps> dangerous. The fight is dangerous, but the danger and the and the and the damage and all that is during for a fight during sparring. Yeah, because there's so be, many. I mean, when people spar and they know how to work well together, then there's some productive sparring you learn from it. But a lot of sparring that goes on in a lot of boxing gyms is wild, is careless, is more for pride. And they actually fight. There are no sparring sessions in some gyms. I mean, the kids go in there and the guys go in there to really fight. And there's a lot of um, people that are, you know, way, way past their weight. I mean, yeah. it's not it's not right. So the punches are coming heavier. I think a lot of the damage that I've received was in the preparation of, of the fights. And it still happens now. There should be a little more control 
And there should be a little more awareness with concussion syndrome and how to treat it, how to recognize it. Yeah, I, I would definitely participate in something like that. If, if somebody in boxing wants to start educating trainers a little more, educating people a little more about the danger of the sport and, you know, how to treat concussions and avoid, you know. I mean, they, they need to follow the NFL's model. You know Definitely. how they don't they don't really hit during practice much anymore because of concussions and all that. Yeah, impact is impact. You yeah. know, it could yeah. be a punch, it could be an elbow, it could be a knee. Same with MMA. Yeah. That shouldn't be legal. That's human sacrifice. That's that if they don't let chickens fight. Why should they let you know these humans do this to, to right. themselves? And the crowd. I've is said that. Trapped in this spiritual so many warfare. Times. Because it really is, it's a lot of spiritual stuff going on in those kind of events, and the crowd gets hyped up and they get excited when somebody's yeah. done. I just, yeah, yeah, I was, I was going to say, I, I can't do it. And it's probably what you're saying, too, is the energy about it, because I really can't bring myself to watch it. Like, I have no desire. Like, I always say, this should be illegal. How did, How is this even happening? Because it's, there, there's money. There's money to be I made. Oh, I know. And there's taxes to be paid. How are so. you? How are you just in a ring taking knees to the face, elbows to the face? I agree. It should like, not be. Eagle. You That's know what? Crazy. It is human sacrifice because it's it's entertainment. People are paying for it. It is human sacrifice. It's I've barbaric. seen people drop dead in front of me. I have seen people die in front of me in the ring after a fight. I know people wow. that are so paralyzed and completely brain dead because of boxing. And I mean, I know so many stories. And yeah, it's legal and it's a business. It's an entertainment and and it's real. And this is you know twenty years later. I mean. I know I look, I probably look very healthy. I look very normal, but every day for me, it's like fighting another round sometimes because I get, there's days where I can't even get out of bed though. And other days where I feel better. I'm yeah. just over a depression that I had a few days ago and it hit me for like 48 hours. I recognize it now. Yeah. I know what's going on with me when I can't drink water. I can't eat anything all day. I can't even talk to my kids. My kids know they leave me alone and it's, it's hard, but you know, and all that is related to concussion syndrome and depression. Yeah. Just I have a I have a lot of stuff going on, but I'm standing strong. Like I said, every day is 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 a new day for me. Even when hey, it comes to my memory. Just you keep know, fighting, man. Sometimes I get shocked. I'm like, really? My kids make fun of me. They're like, you don't remember? I'm like, no. And sometimes we laugh about it, but I am getting better. I know I'm recovering. And it is it is reversible. Okay. The damage that I have, I was told it is reversible with proper diet, with vitamins. Yeah. You know, just trying to keep it clean. So with it's not health, like those cells are dead forever. They can, they, they'll be okay. I'm I'll working. be praying for you. No, Thank I'll be praying you. for you. Yeah, for sure, man. Thank I you. Really, I really pray that it does reverse itself and that you can live a quote unquote normal life. No pain, yeah. depression, all your memories there and all that, man. Exactly. And, just keep they keep fighting, you know. Have you ever put the boxing gloves on? Yeah, I have. Not in the ring with anybody though. I mean, when I was a kid, yeah, and I was fighting kids in the park. I had a, <laughs> I had a lot. I had a lot across the street from my grandma's house, so we had boxing gloves, and yeah, we, you know, we. But I mean, thing. everything was was it controlled or was it just? Oh hell no! We were young, wild, and crazy, man. <laughs> Listen. Listen, it was a point where we only had one pair of gloves. So I get the right hand and I yeah, get somebody. Yeah, yeah, I used to do that. <laughs> yeah, I used to do that. Oh, do that. man. There's a kid. Yeah. I ain't going to say his name, but there's a kid, man. Say his name. 
name. Just say it. Hell no, I'm not gonna say his name, man. Say something that rhymes with it. <sighs> nah, I'm not gonna say his name. I ain't gonna do it. He might be suffering from something right now, man. That kid <laughs> might be scarred. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, no. What happened? I'm just saying, I used to beat him down. like <laughs> With one glove? With one glove. I mean, it was a fair fight. Like, he had a glove, I had a glove, but... Yeah, but he, he ate your punches. He would just never win, yeah. And then he would get furious and chase me because he would just be so angry that I'd just be tagging him. And I'd just be like laughing. I was just like, man, this it is It was fight. one of those fights? Oh, yeah. yeah. But listen, no. But listen, he was my age. You know, it was fair. It was fair. He was my age. He was my size. But he just couldn't handle me. But you make I, it seem like you you made it, you let it happen over and over again. Did you fight him a few times or was it yeah. one? No, I fought him a couple of times. But he would Why didn't you fight somebody that would actually be No, I would. I would. We would all fight. But it was one kid uh-huh. who always wanted to fight. And I just get was the best bullied? of him. Hmm? Was he bullied? Was he no, bullied? No, 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 no. He wasn't bullied. No, no, not I mean, at all. Is there something you want to say right now if he's watching the video? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> but here's I the thing. Huh? I don't think you mean it. No, Hold because, on. no, listen, listen. Listen, 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 listen Linda. <laughs> listen, Linda. He's probably watching the video right now. You don't know. Maybe you traumatized him to the point where he's, he got your name on his list. No, man, I don't think that. It wasn't like that. I wasn't taking advantage of him. It was just, you know how, okay, say you lost a fight. Let's let's go, uh, let's you go. You played with him. You you threw those uppercuts that were like a jab uppercut, like a <laughs> You did a whole, you made a miss. It's like, it's like Wilder and Fury, man. You keep coming yeah. back for more and just keep getting whooped and you get frustrated. Poor guy. That's Poor what guy. it was. He was going through something. If you could say something to him right now on a serious note, what would you say? If okay, I'll say this. I apologize if those moments in time have affected you further on in life. I do apologize for that. If it has affected, I don't think it did, but if it did, I never know. If it did, I apologize. It was I all remember in the times I got beat. It was all in fun, and we were all children. And you know, like I said, it wasn't a bullying situation. He came, he wanted to fight, we wanted to fight. It was all a group of us in the field, but it's just like I always get the best of him and he would You're get so defensive. I'm just because I'm just trying to tell you, I wasn't taking advantage of this kid. <laughs> I just want you to know it was fair. I had one glove, he had one glove. I know your wife loves you. He's <laughs> just trying to like. Make the whole thing look fine after you took me to like a, a war zone. No. I just imagine the kid getting played with. Everybody's laughing at him and he kept trying to hit you. He keeps trying to hit you. You're going under his punches. It's all right, though. I know you guys were having a good time. I used we're, to do that. I used to I used to give the kids in the neighborhood the gloves. The parents didn't know this, so I used oh, to make wow. other neighbors. And I would be like, all right, but you know, you got to listen when I say stop, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and whenever I would travel to Dominican Republic, I made sure I always took my boxing gloves. Those people, they can fight. You For put real? the boxing gloves on Dominicans. They don't need shoes. They don't need boxing shoes. They don't need a <laughs> ring. They don't need any instruction. They are natural. Just fight. Yeah. And I used to have everybody fighting. The, the, the women, the kids. Yeah. Wow. It, was, it was a lot of fun. That's dope. <laughs> what do you think about these exhibition fights that have just started popping up and these YouTube stars fighting? And what do you, what do you, how do you feel about that? I don't, I haven't been watching stuff like that. But um, if it's happening, a fight is a fight. Sometimes people fall, they hit their head, and they die. So it's very dangerous. I don't think that, 
I don't think it should be allowed, especially if I, they're not trained properly. Yeah, I think I think it's making a mockery of the sport. Personally, I do. Yeah. I think it's diluting it. I think it's just it's it's becoming an, even a bigger cash cow than what it already is. But yeah. it's, it's ridiculous. Like it's entertaining to see people fight. Yeah, it's it's entertaining. entertaining, but to it think is. that the law allows it to happen for entertainment and you know, yeah, um, it's just a double standard. I think it's just yeah, yeah. not a world that I want to be part of anymore. I would never ever step in the ring again and put my da- my brain, you know, out there to get hit over yeah. and over again. And it doesn't mean that I'm not a good fighter. My defense was one of the best. I mean, I'm known for my defense. Yeah, but yeah. you get hit. During preparation, you get hit at a fight, and then at the fight, it's so you don't wear a headgear, so that's a clean right. punch to your brain. Yep. The boxing gloves, how much padding could that have? And some people actually, you know, they cheat. So it's a dangerous thing to do, and I need kids to understand yeah. that. Now, the sport, the combinations, the burn, the burn, whatever, the 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 cardio it is great. The self defense is great. Yeah. Women women should know how to fight, but use your hands when you need to. You know. Yeah. Don't hurt Absolutely. somebody for money. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I would why. never be a boxer. I uh, mean, mm. couldn't do it. But um, I uh, I want to hear you play that piano you got there, though. Okay. <laughs> I usually play um songs in Spanish. Play that too. That, that's my my um my main language. That's what I I speak the do, most. Whatever you feel, whatever your heart feels right now, do it. We gotta. Um, <clears throat> this is one of my favorite songs. Quiero beber los besos de tu boca Como si fueran gotas de rocío Y ahí en el aire dibujar tu nombre Junto con el mío Quiero un acorde dulce de guitarra What song? I could do an English song, maybe. No, I like that. Why'd you stop? Do you even have an idea of what I said in the song? Like, Hell no, but it sounds words? good. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Let me let me pull up my translator app. <laughs> I know, right? Technology is amazing. I'm really going to do it. Hold on. Let's see if it'll do it. Let's see if it'll do it. <laughs> Quiero uh, beber un beso de tu boca. Huh? Quiero beber un beso de tu boca. Uh, kisses with you, something like that. Quiero beber. I know Wait, that much. That's not even how it goes. Quiero beber. See, I, I forgot how this song goes now that we're doing this. Hold on, let me bring up my translate app. I'm about to pull it up on you, girl. Let's see, Spanish to English. Como si fueran gotas de rocío. Y en el aire dibujar tu nombre. Hold on, Did you a, find it? If it picked up one thing and said, I'll give you what I feel, oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not even fair. Yeah, so it's 
definitely a song about love and being in love and all that. I could tell. I just like the melody, yeah. I could tell. Give me some. Give me some American. Let me hear some American. Um, in English. Oh, I, I love it though. There we go. I'm not hitting the high notes though. You ain't gotta hit the high notes. Just give it to me. It's all good. No, that's great, man. I love it. I love the piano. One of my favorite I never artists. I don't know how to read the music. I just play by ear. Do you play the piano too? No, but I listen. Check this out. So one of my favorite artists is Brian McKnight. Love okay. him, love him, love him. Of course, Stevie Wonder too. So I love the keys. Always wanted to learn it. I was teaching myself one year and I, I, I just picked it up, got a keyboard. I got this book. I was had some video, whatever. I was teaching myself. Okay. And I was going yeah. good. You wanted to learn, yeah. And then I left and I went back to college. And I you became back... a stripper. <laughs> no, I didn't strip. No. You know, I, you know hey, listen, no, listen. I thought about it. amateur night. I thought about it back in the day at one point, <laughs> but nah, nah. But so I went you back never to school. That project. I never finished that project. Uh, you no. still have time though, if you if you have time on your hands, and no. you can learn everything and anything on YouTube now. I mean, I know it is crazy. TikTok too. That's another app I like. And listen, I used to speak Spanish very well too, and. Yeah, but I listen. It's gone. I stopped practicing. I I I, I used to live with um. My father's girlfriend was Panamanian, so that was good practice. Mm, and, yep. then, and then I worked at an establishment where it was nothing but Hispanics. That was great practice. So, and yeah. my, my Spanish was broken, but they could understand me. And I could definitely understand what they were saying to me. And then I moved away. And I didn't You're speak. Smart. I didn't speak. I didn't speak to anybody. And it yeah. just, I lost it. I can, I understand a little, you know, un poquito, a little bit, right? A little bit. O sea, que si yo te digo en este momento, hace mucha calor. Tú entiendes lo que estoy diciendo? Ah, it's I I hear it. I can't translate it. Hace calor, it. hace calor. El sol, el sol está fuerte. It's <laughs> gone, yo. But it's so crazy though because when you're saying it right now, uh-huh. it my brain is trying to compute it because I could understand that before and all that sounds familiar, but I don't know the meaning anymore. Mi nombre es, me llamo. Yeah, tengo yeah, I got that. Time. I got that. Okay, yeah. That. All the simple but, stuff. I mean, sometimes I hear some um, people speak Spanish. It doesn't even sound like Spanish. I mean, everybody speaks Spanish differently. I'm from yeah. Bolivia. We don't speak the same as Dominicans or Puerto Ricans or Cubans. Yeah, so don't feel bad. I don't know what accent I spit out right now because, um, yeah, I was married to a Dominican for about 17 years. Oh, so. Wow. My accent, my Spanish was a was a hot mess. Yeah. Right. So you uh, hold on, go back to that. I don't know if you want to even dig into that. I was just curious because you started with the Should story. Did I just open the door? <laughs> you opened the go door. You opened the door and shut it, but you shut yeah. it after you shut it after you went deep off in that room. But listen, I know, I know. <laughs> you were saying because you mentioned you said you were out here and you were married and you were like we yeah. were going through a lot and then you started stripping, but. What happened to the husband? <laughs> the way you say it. <laughs> um, yeah, we were separated at the time. Okay. Yeah. 
All so right. I was trying to stand up on my own two feet. I didn't want to depend on anybody. I didn't want to do the team thing. Like we were just yeah. we were separated. And um, they all separated when you moved here. No, then we when I when I found out I was pregnant or whatever, I, I kept dancing. We still didn't get back together, but the intention was to get back together because I mean, I in my mind I was pregnant. We had to do it, and um, right. yeah. Then we moved to Virginia after that, and we worked on our marriage, and it still failed. <laughs> I mean, but every I mean, we're good though. We're one of those divorced people that get along better when they're divorced. Okay. And when they're married, yeah, we're very good friends now. We respect each other the way we didn't during our marriage. I could say at that much. At least you have. Them. But there's days. There's days where I still, you know, I, I, <laughs> but then I, I remember, you know, I'm not married anymore. I don't have to stress. You know, I was okay. Yeah, you don't have to deal with it for too long. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, we're always gonna be part of each other's lives. We got four kids. Yeah, so. man. But that's a good though because the love is there. You know, he's y'all are cool, y'all are friends. That's good for the kids. It's all good. Yeah. God made it all right. He fixed it, worked it out. It's working out. Yeah. Can't come. Sure. <laughs> so what? So what's next for you? So you, you you stepped away from boxing. You're not into that anymore. Like, are you just working on you now? Yes. Like I said, I'm I'm actually recovering from a lot of stuff that happened to me these past years. Um and and right now I'm just counting my blessings and I live for my kids. Yeah. I think one of them is under my chair. <laughs> yes. Yes. The one that I told to go to bed. She sleeps with me every night. So she's not, you know, uh, she she's at, yeah. Her. So listen, right. I'm gonna let mommy go so she yeah. can go to bed. <laughs> I get going soon. She has school tomorrow. Oh yeah. For but sure. yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, <laughs> I, I won't hold you much longer. I really appreciate you coming on. I really appreciate the story and being transparent and just, providing the value you know what i'm saying you didn't have to you were very transparent very open to everything that you've gone through dealing with and overcome which thank you I'm proud of you for that because you've look at you like you know what i'm saying everything that you've gone through there's people that they're not here anymore and they've gone through that those type of things. yeah they, yeah that was definitely yeah that was so, definitely part of my life the whole suicide thoughts and i wish we had more time and i want to talk to you again if you're okay with like you know doing this some other time and yeah Keep sharing my testimony because I know that a lot of people can relate to it and it's not something that's talked about a lot. So yeah, definitely. there's a few other things that I would love to share with you and your audience. I had Let's a good time. Great. Great. Yeah. That is my goal, man. I like to, I like to have my guests feel as comfortable as possible, open, transparent, because I liked, I, didn't it really feel like you were just kicking it? Didn't feel like an interview, right? I actually forgot that we were doing a podcast. Good. A few that's, times. That's, yeah. that's what I like. That's so how you I... know what I would like to do one day though? I want to put the gloves on you. <laughs> yeah, have your wife be your like corner lady if she could give you the water. We're not going to fight. But I would like to, you know, get throw some maybe 8, 10, 12 punch combinations and see how you do with the mitts and you, you know. Just, you just want me to shadow box? A little bit. No, do some combinations. Jab, jab, cross, hook, cross, slip, slip, hook, cross, under, under. Well, roll, you got to train me before I do that. Yeah. I can't get on camera looking crazy. No, you won't look crazy. I'm a good trainer. I'm good at what okay. I do. Okay. Hey, yeah. listen, I box every other day on the Oculus. I get on there and I be fighting on the Oculus. I do that for my cardio. I did that right. today. <laughs> for real? Yeah, for real. Wow. Yeah. That's what's up. My combinations probably suck, but you know, it is what it is. I'm, I'm on there. Yeah, you'll be all right. <laughs> so consider that. I, I'll right. give you a, 
a free 30 minute session just to have fun. <laughs> okay, I, I will consider that. And listen, when we get off air, we can go ahead and schedule your next one. How about that? How about that? I'm ready. I had a good time. It's been a while since I was able to open up like this. And good. if my daughter wasn't biting on my big toe, I would stay longer. But she literally <laughs> has my foot in her mouth. No, it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. I appreciate it. I really do. So, all yeah. right. It was great, so you man. Say bye to your audience. Yo me despido ahora. Yes. Ciao. Ciao. Everyone, make sure you check out Jennifer Salinas on Instagram. It's Jennifer Salinas TVQ, right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. TVQ on Instagram. You make sure you go follow her, show her some love, give her some support. You know what I'm saying? We all need it. Hey. Thank you guys for tuning in once again every Tuesday night, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I am here kicking it with somebody. You never know who I might have, but whoever I have, they're going to be dropping gems and dropping value and being transparent for you. I do this for you. Can't do it without you. We're out. Until next time, peace and love. I appreciate you, Jennifer. Nos vemos. Ciao. Let's go. Oh, I'm ending it with a couple rounds of you fighting, too. So you can go, but I'm going to end the show with Jennifer. Let me check it out. Go you ahead, want to check me. it out? All right, let's yeah, go. Let's, let's, let's go. All right, y'all. We out till next time. Enjoy. Bye. Salinas just dodges out of the way of Doolin's left hand cross there. I'm going to speculate here and say that that Salinas is throwing twice as many punches as Doolin. And when you're dominating like that with the amount of punches thrown, she's probably got 50% better. Uh, record with connection. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Probably a fair estimate there, Mike. It's still cat and mouse with Salinas the cat. Ooh. Oh, there you go. There's, there's two. There's a solid left and right combination coming from Jennifer there, and kind of shook up, starting a little bit. Trademark combination there, isn't it? It's textbook. Really textbook. It really is. Yeah. <laughs>